Blog Talk Radio. Join us as we travel into the inner workings of John Cheney's mind. Beyond Midcourt is another dimension, a dimension of pressure, a dimension of coverage, a dimension of mind. You're moving into a land two slow-footed white guys, incapable of playing man-to-man, of help-side defense and active hand. You've just crossed half-court into the matchup zone. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the Matchup Zone. We're doing things new, all new, new everything. New studio, new uh, Hank, new Kevin. How's it going? New everything. What's up, Hank? How are we? I'm good. I'm glad to be back since the great pumpkin beer face-off. Yeah, I know. Seriously. Pumpkin beer face-off seems like forever ago because it was forever ago. <laughs> Listen. I know. So, uh, again, we're coming back uh, coming back at you a little, little bit different. I mean, what we tried to do over the past few years is talk a lot about sports. Uh, you know, really cover sports completely. The only problem was that when we were really covering sports, it's like, you know, we're, we're competing against every dickhead out there. So there's like a thousand people covering with sports shows. And, you know, we had a niche and then we kind of, you know, it's, it just, it felt like we just couldn't keep going and competing against everyone who's just talking the same exact thing. And it's like, how do you differentiate yourself? So, we're kind of getting into, I mean, we're still going to talk sports, but we're going to talk more about uh, just, you know, daily topics, uh, more guy stuff. You know, there's a lot of things that we've well, discussed. I think, I think also we just have a lot more to offer. We have a lot more sure. to offer than just sure. sports. You know, we have a lot of things with this platform that we want to talk about, uh, discuss, mm-hmm. and um, this is going to be uh, fun. It will be fun. Now, Hank. Uh, first off, being a man in, involves actually, uh, you know, moving on. So Hank just graduated college at, from LaSalle University, uh, four-year basketball player at LaSalle. Now Hank is moving on into the medical field. So Hank, I mean, you know, because a lot of the, our listeners out there are just like, you know, look at these two idiots. But we're just trying to show that we actually have something to offer. So, you know, Hank, you're going into medical, you're in medical, medical school. From what I heard, that's got to be the hardest thing in the world, which, you know, is why we go to pay a lot of money to go see Doc. Well, um, I don't know if it's the hardest thing in the world. It's definitely up there. It seems like it is so far, honestly. But, um, you know, it's just a lot of studying and, um, but I guess, you want to go to a doctor that spent a lot of hours studying, so it makes sense. That's true. Um, I mean, I, yeah, and right I, now uh, we've been doing a uh, a lot of cadaver lab stuff, which has been interesting. So, you know, wait, what this is, is that? My, so cadavers like dead people. You're like going and yeah, operating. Yeah, well, we're, we're doing anatomy and uh, just dissecting them, and you know, learning about the body and stuff. So this is my chance to interact with uh, 
people that are alive. It's another reason why I do this uh, radio show. <laughs> I don't know how many people are alive out there. <laughs> but uh, so, okay, so you're in a cadaver lab. And, you know, these people, obviously, when they when they pass away, they've put on something in their will, whatever, that they want their body donated to medical science to kind of find yeah. cures for things and stuff. So you'll just be operating on random people. Are they like all, I mean, is it mostly old people or is it just everything? Yeah, well, hopefully most of the time they'll be old, but unfortunately sometimes they're not. But so far, um, majority have been um, old, older, and um, it's nice. I mean, you know, you want to, you want your doctors practicing um, on that before they get to uh, someone who's alive obviously, yeah. but even right now I'm at the, just the start and it's very basic and it's more about learning the inner workings of the body and how everything connects is what we're doing right, right. now. What do you, what, yeah. what is your goal? You want to, I mean, you know, they talk you, medical field, you can go in a thousands of different directions, but yeah. you know, do you want to have surgery or you want to be a surgeon? Do you want to be an MD? Do you want to, you know, what is your goal? Yeah. So, I mean, I'm definitely keeping it open-minded and it's good because it's all the, the same path to start. And I, I, who knows what I'll fall in love with, but as it seems so far, I definitely want to be a surgeon, some sort of surgeon. Like, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. It's a long road. So, you know, yeah. kind of keeping with the theme of, you know, of the man stuff, because guys, you know, this is a big thing. Guys like to, you know, operate with their hands. Everything's hands on. I think that's why, you know, the, the, the guys with the best hands were either the guys who were, you know, in old times or the guys who were fixing people or the guys who were killing people. So I think that's kind of where we're at in terms of, uh, you know, the manliness on this show. I'll do the killing and you do the uh, saving. So we'll kind of, we'll kind of go from there. So, you know, going into, and and here's the, here's the whole thing. Like we said, we're, everything's new, everything, you know, we have a new studio. So moving and, you know, I'm right now in a construct, you know, in the process of, going through construction of a new house and it's just a nightmare. You know, you move and you have a whole new, everything, everything's new. You, you're, you're, you're left with exactly what these people wanted and you're just kind of like, okay, I, I, this is not what I want. So you end up changing everything. And that's, it's, that's the current process I'm in right now. Hank, have you ever had to do anything with construction or anything like that? No. Um, ironically, even though I, I want to be a surgeon and play the piano, ball handling, all that stuff in my hands, I am not good around the house when it comes to construction, ironically. Well, here's the thing. Like, guys like, a, you know, you have good hands, you know, like guys who have good hands. You know, I played basketball for a long time. You played basketball for a long time. And that ball handling, I think, helps with our hands. <laughs> my biggest yeah. thing is I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Like, I just go into a house and I'm yeah. like, okay. And I'm just, it's, I'm like learning that I have to learn by doing. So like, yeah, I mean, it's, I don't think it's about the dexterity per se, like the incapable of doing it's more just like maybe no one taught us or I don't know, we just never felt like doing it. But then when it's your time to do it, it seems like you're not manly enough if you you can't, I don't know, I I can screw in a light bulb, but that's pretty much about it. (laughs) Well, I've been like painting and here's the funny thing, like contractors have been coming over and you know, trying to fix things. And I just, there's like part of me that's like, okay, I feel like, you know, I feel like I'm not doing a good enough job because these guys are coming in and just doing, you know, they're like, oh, well, you just need this, 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 this. And I'm like, oh, but like, they were like, well, I'll charge you to take down this like wall or to just 
deconstruct this or take down the ceiling and replace it. And for me, I'm like, well, the demolition I'm fine at, like, you don't have to tell me how to demolish. Like I'm good. I'm strong. I'm big. I can like break things very easily. So that's not a problem, (laughs) but I feel like I'm charged to, for them to break things when I'm like, I will break things. Like, I just don't know how to put them back together. And that's like, I'm, I'm just, it's like the, the building, like I can, I can like rip the wall down, but like you have to put it back together because I'm not good at that. Like I don't, I, I lack the skill. I don't lack the, the strength. And that's what, and I'm like, I don't know. I, like contract, I just don't get, I just don't get it. Like contractors are, are difficult breed to read. Like how many rich contractors do you know? Do you know any contractors, guys who do, do work around the house? Um, I actually do know a lot of contractors because my mom's in, uh, involved in interior decorating. So she yeah. loves ripping things apart and like, you know, she has clients and stuff, but like she loves doing like redoing like a part of the house or like building something. So she, there's been like a lot of contractor stuff, but I mean, I don't, I mean, I guess it depends if you're renovating like the Eiffel tower, you might be a rich contractor, but most of them yeah. probably aren't. And that's the thing. Like, you know, a lot of these contractors they're it's like, they're not making a ton of money. So you're like, you know, you're, a guy like you who, who has the skill and stuff, they're like putting human beings back together and they're, these guys are putting walls back together. I mean, obviously there's a discrepancy, but just looking at contractors, I'm, I'm like, it doesn't seem like a profession I would ever want to be in, especially with like everything's out there now. Like I think a contractor back in the day, someone who could build a house back in like the olden times was very valuable because no one knew what, how, what yeah. it is, but now I, the internet, I, I think I, like I think I differ with you than that i don't know i feel like i'd like to be able to build my own house and say like i built this or like be able to i don't know and there's a lot of correlations also with um like orthopedic surgery is kind of like i mean it's a different level but in terms of like using (laughs) bone saws or saws and like constructing your knees and ligaments back together there's some there's some correlations between that and I get it. I just think like, I don't know. You'd think they would be rich with like the amount of things that they know how to do. But like, I don't really no, see any Like there's no, making a ton of money. Like I'm just like, I go, you go down like in the South Jersey and you go into like some of the areas that are a little rougher around the edges. And you're like, you see a thousand guys with like vans in their driveway that say like this contracting or this like, plumbing and stuff like that and you're like you have a very specific skill that not many people can do and everyone needs you like where why are they not making more money and i think it's just people are just you know people are they're cheaping out and being like no i'll find someone who'll do it but like if i build a house like it would be on a slant it would like there's no way it would come out right and i think that even like i'm sitting there with tutorials and stuff and i still don't know what the hell i'm doing yeah, no, definitely. Um, I'm not calling you if I need a house to be built. Definitely. Probably a good idea. Um, I mean, and like need, everything. We need to talk yeah, about. Um, we need to talk about the Super Bowl coming up. Yeah, we it, do. This is this is big for us as Philly fans, you know. And this, yeah, it's never, you know, it's it, what was it, 2005? They went to the Super Bowl, and you know what the funny thing is? I've, I've my entire life I've been an Eagles fan since I was a little kid. Every Sunday, I was sitting in front of the TV watching the Eagles. It was like peppered into my mind. Like Sundays in the fall and the winter were all about the Eagles. 
And yeah. you were always like, you know, it was more of a fall thing because by the time it got to like Christmas, like Christmas kind of took over, like that holiday took over. And then after that, the Eagles season was over because, you know, like right. they weren't really in the playoffs and stuff. 2005 was awesome, but I was playing. I was, I was really in young, but I remember it. Yeah, I was, I was, I, it was awesome. I was excited, but I was not home. I was in Roanoke, Virginia, or actually I was in Columbus, Georgia on a road trip and we watched it from the hotel. Like we all sat around the hotel lobby watching it and everyone like was watching it and everyone was like rooting for the Eagles just because I was, you know, they knew I was a huge Eagles fan. So I was going nuts, but there was something yeah. missing. It was, just, it was, it was missing the fact that I wasn't home and I wasn't in Philadelphia. And now that like, I'm kind of here it's almost surreal to, to know that, I mean, it's fun to kind of hear all the anticipation, all the sports talk and all the, you know, the people and all the, you know, every time you flip on something, it's like go Eagles. And every time you walk somewhere, it's like go Eagles. And it's like a fun feeling. And like, yeah, that's and it's cool. Especially because exciting. all the Philly teams have been doing well, like, you know, Sixers, Flyers, everyone's, it's like turning around here. In Philly, so everyone has that. <laughs> Well, besides that, um, but um, no, and I think we were, we were talking about this the other day when we were saying like like normal Super Bowl plans versus this Super Bowl because we're actually in it. And I think usually, you know, I usually go to a family friend's house or some college friends or something like that, and it's like a party, a lot of food and stuff like that, and it's a really good time. But I don't know. I think this Super Bowl, I probably will – meet up with a lot of friends, but I, I want to make sure I'm like focusing and paying attention to this because this could be something that I remember for a while, you know? So I want to no, like right. not treat it like a normal Super Bowl. I totally agree. And I think the thing that separates it because a lot of people, you know, are sports fans or football fans, but when your team is in it, it suddenly becomes, it's not just the Super Bowl, it's something bigger. And like, even, you know, especially the, the Eagles who haven't been there or a team, you know, you know, the Patriots, it's like, oh, another Super Bowl. Like they, these guys, that's right. all they know. They're, it's all their young fans know is the Super Bowl. So they're like, oh yeah, it's just another Super Bowl. But for like guys like us who have never really been there. And for, for me, who's never watched it and like, and with the people I want to watch it with, no offense to the guys in Roanoke, but you know, they yeah. weren't Philadelphia fans. So this year becomes like a big one. I, I don't know if anyone else is in my shoes or my the same boat, but like being a 37 year old who's never watched the Super Bowl in Philadelphia, I look at it like I'm almost, it's almost like who am I going to watch the game with? And that's <laughs> like a big thing for me because A, I have to watch it with my daughter. Like that was like first and foremost. Like I, and, like, you know, you go to Models now, which is a sports store in Philadelphia, and every – it's, like, packed. It's, like, it's like going to oh, – crazy. Like, everyone suddenly is, like, an Eagles fan. Even and, the gas stations and everyone's selling stuff. Yeah, like, everyone's selling Eagles stuff. So, I, I, I admit, like, I was like, okay, my daughter had an Eagles jersey, but, it, you know – kids grow outgrow things especially my daughter because she's you know i'm 6'10 obviously she's going to be tall so every every few <laughs> yeah. months she's outgrowing something so i'm like okay i need to get her a new eagle shirt because the one she has is too small and she's like really been in, into watching the games with me this year and i've been enjoying that a whole lot so 
I went to Models. I got her a new Eagles shirt, and I got myself one. So we have matching Carson Wentz Eagles jerseys. Hers is pink. Mine wow. is, uh, is the green. I like that. So like, I don't think I've ever seen her more excited. Like she's so excited to watch the Super Bowl. So I was like, okay, first and foremost, I need to watch it with my daughter. So that eliminates all bars, things like that. And I think like but watching it, I think, think that'll be better. Is, yeah, I agree because I think watching in a bar like takes something away from it. I mean, what well, do you it's think? different. I mean, if your team's not in it, it could just be a great time and a great party atmosphere. But like, I don't know. Maybe I'm just weird. But like, I want to like really like pay attention and I'm gonna be like focused like the whole time. Yeah, so, seriously. It, it'll be and better. a bar, I think, a bar definitely takes that away. Like, I think you you go into a bar. Especially with the Eagles, it's like, yeah, people are like, oh, go to Xfinity Live. It's going to be like watching it at the stadium. I don't really – I'm not like a live Philadelphia Eagle. Like, I'm not big – like, I like watching baseball. Like, when the Phillies were in the World Series, I was there. Because baseball is different watching live. The Eagles, there's something about – it's like I like – the football, I like, you know, being home. Because I like to watch it multiple games. I like to hear uh, like the announcers, Merrill Reese and stuff like that. Like the Eagles are tough to watch because it's like there's a lot going on and you're trying to watch this whole field. If you have shitty seats, like you don't know what's going on. So for Xfinity Live or something like that, great. It's we are with a great fan base, but I don't know. I just feel like it's better off watching somewhere. And that's where my dilemma comes because I have like, you know, a bunch of group of like a bunch of different groups of friends, you know, friends that I have, like as I got older, older, my college friends. And then I have my high school friends, like the guys I knew for 20 something years and and longer. And I'm like, okay, that has to be the, 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 the guys I watch it with because I feel like I've watched more games with them than anyone, either that or like my brother, my dad, my sister. Those are, the, cause those are the people I've watched the more games. So right now in my mind, I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to go and hone in on exactly who I'm watching the game. And it becomes like, you know, you're, you're, everyone's expecting you to come into their Super Bowl party. And then it's like, well, you know, it's a tough you dilemma. Do the halftime dip. You could do the halftime dip. You could do the halftime dip. Just like, you know, but then you might miss the halftime show. But I'm also, saying, like, also like Super Bowl commercials are good. But they're, I don't know, to me, in the past, like, couple years, they weren't that good. Like, one of my biggest pet peeves is when people say, I watched the Super Bowl for the commercials. Okay, don't watch the Super Bowl then. Yeah, like, either, either you're watching it because you like football or you shouldn't be watching it, you know? Well, I think a lot of wives, girlfriends, like, they just want, That's true. They, they don't really have any interest, but they're like, I want to go to a Super Bowl party because I want to be involved. Like, people want to be involved. Like, they want That's the, true. That's true. you know, they want, even if they're not Eagles fans, they want the shirts, they want the, this, that, just, just because they want to be involved in what's going on with the Eagles right now. And I yeah. think, you know, but it's like. I don't know. Like that's the, those are the kind of people I don't want to watch it with. Like I want my sister's a diehard Eagles fan and she's like crazy as gets as mad as I do. And she's, you know, as a woman, like that's the kind of person I want to watch the game. Cause I feel like she's going to be just as mad if something happens, but I'm like, it's, it's a tough. Cause you know, at the same time, like they're in the Super Bowl, So I'm very happy. And people are like, the Eagles are going to roll. I just don't see the, the, complete confidence and I'm confident that they're going to, you know, that they're going to do well and stuff, but I'm not going in there with like, 
I, and I don't know if this makes it me a shitty fan, but I'm not going in there being like they're going to destroy the Patriots. Like I'm going, I'm hoping for that it's going to be a good game. I'm hoping that you know we can win. But like yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't think like, anyone's expecting us to blow them out, but also no one was expecting us to blow out the Vikings. But correct. As we saw last year, even if you're blowing them out with Tom Brady on the other side, they're always in it. So it'll be interesting. And it'll be a great narrative, you know, like with the whole Carson Wentz having like an MVP type season and then yeah. Nick Foles going to retire a couple years ago. Now, it's like, that would be a whole play. thing. What if he wins the Super Bowl yeah. and now we have Carson Wentz and Nick Foles? Like, what what happens with that? Like, That'll be well, interesting. Like, I, and that's like an interesting because who knows? I mean, Carson Wentz is the man. He obviously got them yeah. there. Foles has had one good game. I think even Nick Foles would be like Carson Wentz is the quarterback next year. But I think like Foles forever becomes a part of like you know Super Bowl, not only Super Bowl folk, folklore, but you know he's always embedded in Philadelphia's folklore. So like if you know yeah. if, if the worst case scenario happens or you know, a good case scenario, but the Eagles win this year. And then the worst happens after that, and they never win another one. In 20 years, when they bring back the 2018, you know, Eagles. It'll be Foles. It will be Foles will get the bigger applause than Wentz because Foles actually won the game. And that's crazy because Wentz could be the Hall of Fame caliber quarterback. But, you know, Foles, if Foles does it, you know, he's obviously built his place into into history. And that's pretty cool. But the thing the thing I love seeing was how happy Carson Wentz looked for Foles and for everybody during the game. Like Carson Wentz looks like a really like he must be like one of the greatest guys. He looks seems like such a great person. He seems like it. And he's just like a, you know, a down the earth nice human being. And that's hard to see, especially in professional sports, to have a guy that that really I mean, you look at it, how many people are just like perceived as dickheads and stuff like that in professional sports to have a guy who's, and that's why I think it's funny because, you know, I'm, I have so many people that I know through basketball and like all over the world and stuff. And you hear them talk about Carson Wentz and like, they'll be like, wow, you know, like earlier in the season when they're saying stuff, they're like this guy, you know, he's my favorite player. And like, you know, LeBron had said that, and you know, it's like, it's nice to see because I think he is he's the kind of guy you want to root for. He's the, the yeah, hero, you know, like not to take stuff from Batman, but he's the hero that like we needed. And like, I think that's why a lot of guys kind of pull for him. Yeah. Well, we have a lot of uh, different type of athletes cause we have, you know, the wing bowl coming up, which will be exciting as well. Now, Hank, we, when you, along, what was that? A few years back? I, we, it must've been like, I don't know, like four years ago, maybe. Was that the same year, year Dennis ago. Rodman was there? Yeah. Or no? So we, I don't Hank, know. now Hank's dad is uh, is Stephen Davis, uh, the famous plastic surgeon. Stephen, you know, he does a lot of stuff with Wing Bowl. So Hank, we we had talked to Hank. Mike and I had talked to Hank, and we're like, Hank, we're going to Wing Bowl this year. Now the funny thing is, I'm in a fantasy league. I got my my one of my close friends that I grew up with. His brother is friends with the U.S. Mail, who's the competitive eater. Now, here, let's look back, Hank, back it up. Before I even yeah, tell let's, this. Let's I'll, explain I'll, to them what Wing Bowl is. Cause, Go ahead, yeah. you tell Because a lot of people might not know. So there's like a Philly sports 
radio station called WIP, and I think, I don't know, must have been like 2003 or 2005 or something a long time ago, they decided to have like this wing bowl eating competition, which is just like, you know, competitive eating, who's going to eat the most wings, and it was like started off in like a hotel, but now it worked its way up to like this huge thing with 20,000 fans in the Wells Fargo uh, Center where like the Sixers play, and it's just like a crazy eating competition, and like I guess there's different ways you can get in. You can either like do some crazy eating stunt where like you eat like gallons of milk or something and they and uh, Angelo Cataldi and Morgani vote you in, or you can do like a wing off thing and you eat a certain amount of wings and you get like in. And um, each wing bowl contestant has like their own posse and they get introduced and they get pranced, pranced around the arena and also, this is a morning talk show, so this is going on at like what time? Like five a.m. Yeah, I think they're everything. I think they start at yeah. I think it starts at six o'clock in the morning. Like the the yeah, whole yeah. The show, so like, like they're all ready to go at yeah. six o'clock. So they broadcast the morning talk show that's normally like the sports morning talk show. They broadcast it live from this arena for this competition, and it's always the Friday before Super Bowl weekend. But it's going to be crazy this year because the Eagles, not only is it a Philly like thing and the Super Bowl is always fun, but this year the Eagles are actually in it. So this wing bowl is going to be even crazier and it's going to be a lot of rallying and all the fans are in the arena drinking beer at 6 a.m. and eating wings. And it's, uh, it's crazy. Yeah. It's, and you're right. Like the whole atmosphere at 6 a.m., like people are already hammered at 6 a.m. Like we went, so kind of getting back to the story, we went um, a few years back and Hank, uh, you know, Hank was there, Mike, was, you know, Mike, Mike and I were there. And then your brother was, was Mike, was your brother there too? I don't remember. He came, he went to a few. I don't know if he was at that, that year one. He might've been at school for that. So we all ended up getting uh, backstage passes because uh, this guy that I'm in a fantasy league with, Dave G, who's a U.S. male, he's like, uh, you know, one, he won the local contest a few, you know, a few years back. He's like, uh, you know, because people come from all over, Joey Chestnut and the Black Widow, I don't know, all these competitive eaters yeah, come Al from all over. Yeah, Wingador. Well, uh, Dave G, U.S. male, was like the, the local winner the one year. So we were all in uh, U.S. Mail's entourage. So we ended up like he was like, yeah, you're all going to be in my entourage. And I was like, awesome. So we ended up like hanging out and then we almost switched allegiance because I knew a friend who was representing Kobayashi and Kobayashi was in the wing bowl that year. So we ended up switching allegiance and becoming part of Kobayashi. <laughs> That's uh, funny because they kind of brought him Kobayashi. in as like the celebrity eater for that year. Yeah. And we were like, we thought we were the, the shit because we were like, okay, we're in Kobayashi's thing. So we're, we walked, you know, in his whole thing. And I went to the wing bowl a year before that or two years before that. And just went as a person, like I didn't go as a backstage pass. I didn't have all the credentials and stuff. And I went just to watch and I sat in the seats and watch. And I was like, oh my God, like no white girl, like no one's coming to this ever because it's just this, it's like, there, it, there's like beautiful women there. 
and it doesn't matter who they are. Like they're just pressured into like flashing the crowd. So I was like, oh my god! No, this is I just... mean like geez, the whole crowd the whole time. Like they put the the big jumbotron in the stadium on them, and then right when they like take off their shirt, they like switch the camera somewhere else. Yeah, they're like, oh, well, like, let's watch, let's watch, the and yeah. they disappear. It's yeah, like, it's, it's funny. Baiting. Everyone goes crazy. The whole bait and switch. So yeah. yeah, they have the the whole thing, and it's it's just debauchery. Like I just I, I remember the just being like I'm, this is disgusting. And even remember walking in the entourage, and like people were throwing beer at us, and it's so yeah, funny. It's like classic like, why people yeah. attack. It's classic why people attack. Yeah, Philly fans is is uh because of this. I mean, it's just funny. There's like a huge camaraderie, and it's like so early, and everyone's trash. And like I've never went as a part of, like, the crowd. The only reason I went is to go with my dad, who's um, one of the judges for the Wingettes. But it just seems like, I don't know, like, how early must these people, like, how early are these people starting to drink that they're, like, trashed at, like, 6 a.m.? I mean, like for the listeners right now, you should Google, because we might not be describing it, like, well enough, but if you just Google Wing Bowl, you'll understand exactly what we're talking about. It's it's crazy. It's so true. It's It's... It's crazy. It's like the craziest thing. And, you know, that's coming up. And with the, the Super Bowl, it's just it's just going to be this this week in Philadelphia is nuts. And it, it is funny because, like, you know, the Philadelphia fans do get a bad rap. And like, I'm just watching the things with the Vikings. And people are like, they're throwing beer cans at them. They're cursing at them. And I'm I, it was maybe I'm wrong. But as a Philadelphia fan, I'm like, so like, I <clears throat> I, I I don't know. Like some Philadelphia fans are like, we're so sorry. We're gonna donate money to you. Well, I mean, and I'm not a bad person. Obviously, but like, obviously it's bad, but I mean, like I'm sure it happens everywhere. Like and it's that's like nice. almost a, was, not like giving yeah. them a pass, but like I don't think they should single out Eagles fans. It gets crazy at every. I mean, when you get thirty thousand people in in one building drunk, I mean, one, a couple NFC things are gonna happen. And it's gonna make the news. It's the NFC Championship. You're you have a reputation to uphold, and people are like, "Well, Philadelphia fans are the worst." It's not. I think Philadelphia fans are the best, and I think that's where people lack because I know people who are Minnesota fans. Minnesota, that stadium's usually half full when they when they're shitty. The Eagles have been shitty before, and the stadium's still sold. It's like still sold out. Like there's no yeah, and that's the thing that you know they're they're. Philadelphia are not if we're not we're something we're not bandwagon jumpers we we are going to support our team when they're shitty when they're good it doesn't matter so when you come into Philadelphia like and you're just a, a casual fan we're not casual fans and that's what I think people don't understand about Philadelphia we aren't casual yeah. fans we will bust your ass like we're we're this is this is some people's <laughs> lives and I think that's what makes yeah. it so and people like Minnesota, they're like, oh, we flew here to the game. This is so much. I love the the Minnesota, but like people like dedicate their lives to the Eagles. Like they're changing their I mean, schedule. I mean, but I mean, if you flew from Minnesota, you must be a pretty big fan. Yeah, you, but like, you know what I mean? Yeah, but like, I don't know. And there are like huge Minnesota fans, but I, I just think like, like, you know, and I think those fans, like, the, for the, the I saw the one video of the lady who walked through the crowd, and she was, like, so offended, and everyone commented on it. You know what you're doing. <laughs> I, so. I watched that video, yeah, I mean, and I went, I mean, so? Yeah. I mean, 
you can't. I mean, if you if you were in all Eagles stuff and you go to like a Giants game, you're not not expecting to have some comments made, right? No, you have to you have to be willing to. And people go, Eagles fans go into enemy territory all the time, and they're like, bring it. You know, we, we saw <laughs> yeah, that one guy from Charlotte beat the shit out of the the one Eagles fan, and like, it was an outrage. But like, we were like. I mean, I just felt bad for him because he was old, but at the same time, I'm I mean, like, I mean, I feel like you should you should be able to feel safe. Yeah, I think, but I mean, at the same time, um, you know, it's like if you're going there and you're gonna go dress out all out, it's unre- it's not realistic to expect everyone to to keep their mouth shut. Obviously, yeah, that's just not realistic. It's um, not. I don't know. They're they're. I just I'm just I, I I think the Philadelphia fan base gets a bad rap, and I think um, I don't know. I just think that as an Eagles fan, as a Phillies fan, I am I am a Philadelphia fan, and it's funny because I do know people who would do crazy shit like that, like throw beer cans and stuff, and I know those people, and I'm like I'm not one of them. I'm not condoning it, but at the same time, I would probably like giggle when they did it. Like, you know, like, cause they're not, if someone, if one of my friends took a full beer can and walked up to some human being and threw it directly at their head and it hit them in the head and exploded and they fell down, I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? And I'd be like, help the person up because I'd be like, that's not okay. But like tossing a beer can like towards their direction and it falls in the ground and like explodes. Like it's it's like harmless. I mean, like what what are we talking about? Like I, you're right. Like I don't want to see people get hurt, and I want people to feel safe. But like at the same time, like no one's getting hurt, and people are like throwing and like throwing beer cans towards their direction, and it's not hitting them, and it's kind of landing, you know, off in the distance, and they're like, and everyone's just like losing their minds. It's like if someone walked into Philadelphia and like got murdered. I'd be like, this is fucked up. But at the same time, when people are just walking through and like people are booing them and cursing them, like th- deal with it. Like I'm sorry, but deal with it. Like this is this is, well, this all, is people's I mean, lives. I I haven't like looked into each specific situation, but I also I do know that there also are some instances where it's like the reverse, where like the like the Vikings fans or someone are like they they could be start they're starting stuff too, and some of them had to be uh, escorted out. So I mean, I think it's just when you get people under the influence, cheering and passionate about the sport, stuff's gonna happen. Unfortunately, you don't want it to be dangerous stuff, but I mean, I don't think we should be labeled differently than other. I mean, it's going on. It it's not like it's only happening in Eagles territory. So I mean, it's like unfair. And now all of a sudden we're good, so we're like under more of a target for like. Um, comments and stuff like that but i actually have a quick question for you because i was thinking about this yeah do you think yeah. you could make it into the wing bowl I don't how much know. do you can you eat a lot i could i like i do eat a I mean, lot, you're 610 you're 610 i could probably i could probably house like if i was really like okay like like and i'm trained i don't know what the fuck they do to train but if i did whatever they <laughs> yeah. do i could probably eat a lot of wings and like, you know, be close to the number, but at the same time, like I can't eat fast. That's where like, 
Right. I think I would have a problem, like problem with eating fast. Cause I love wings and like us talking about the wing bowl has made me like, think I'm like, okay, well next call I'm making is the PJs to get like 20 wings because like I I'm like starving now and I'm like, Oh, I would love wings. But like yeah. meat, you know, if I ate like 50 wings, that would be great. But like at the same time, I would be like, eh. like I couldn't I mean, eat them. The surprising like, thing is like for people who don't know about the wing bowl, the people that are the most competitive and win usually are like in good shape or not necessarily yeah. good shape, but like, they're not like, like obese people. Like even I think two years ago was like some like skinny girl wanted. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, yeah. there's definitely some sort of like, I don't want to say skill, but something like a training something. Cause like Kobayashi was the hot dog eating champion. Obviously they brought in who won that year and he's like a small little dude. And I mean, you don't have like, there's something, I don't know. And they judge it. Like you got to get all the meat off. Oh. And the greatest thing, I can't believe I didn't talk about this yet is like if you throw up you get disqualified and like that happens like pretty frequently as you can imagine and they put it on the jumbo uh tron and everyone like the whole crowd goes crazy and there's been some uh funny moments with that you want me to you want me to say some of the things that people did to qualify yes so i'm looking it up to see if you could maybe do this someone ate 20 cups of cooked oatmeal 3.75 3.75 pounds of cream spinach and five Big Macs. And I'm not sure there was a, I guess there was some sort of time limit, but that was one of the things that somebody did. So it doesn't even really have to be wings to qualify, but I don't know. I feel like I could see you in it. I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. That's It's like crazy. Cause I know this guy and like, obviously I have an in on top of like how you would train and stuff like that. I just don't know what the, I, I don't know. What would I tell my daughter? <laughs> what do these people tell their kids? Like, Oh my God. Like, you know, cause they could never they come. get a ring. Like, my daughter would never come. I don't care. Like no, that's never come. This is not, a, yeah. this is like very uh, dirty. I mean, people like the last, the winner last year <clears throat> ate 409 wings. I'm not sure how much time it is total. There's like different rounds. Yeah, I couldn't See. do that. Yeah, I don't know. Four hundred wings. Yeah, that's a lot of wings. I don't. I don't like. I. I have a problem I when I go to the. I'm looking up. I'm looking up right now. I don't how know much. Or ten or twenty, because I don't think I. I usually don't get to fin. I don't finish twenty wings. So. <laughs> I think I want wings, or like I'm definitely ordering PJs, and I'm like debating that now that you've got me all fired up where I'm like, all right, like 50 wings and 20 wings is $18. 50 wings is $29. Like sound or like, you know, like 30 something dollars. I'm like, why don't I just get 50 wings? See where I'm at at the end. But like 50 wings is nothing. Like I can eat 50 wings tonight and I'll be like, and I'll be stuffed. But like 400 and something wings, I can't compete with that. Look at me, I'm Hank. I'm drinking, yeah. I'm drinking whiskey out of a, off a out of a coffee mug right now. I can't and do anything. Also, you got to think about it. Like, it's there's no enjoyment in this eating. Like when you eat a like a wing, like you're like enjoying it. This is like they're just shoving it down their throat as fast as possible. And I don't even know if they're warm. They could be cold wings. I don't really know like how they're prepared. They're probably just like, I don't even know if they're like mild or if they're no seasoning. I'm not really sure. But that all is a different factor in it. 
The wings, the yeah, I don't know. I would definitely, I don't know. Now I'm craving wings, but I four hundred something wings. Like you're right, and it like takes away the enjoyment. Like I like eating. Like eating is one of the like as a guy. Like eating is one of the my favorite things. Like when I I look forward to a good meal, and like, but people have to diet and eat healthy. And we're going to talk about this in another show, like fitness and stuff, but it's just tough because eating is so important to me. Like eating is like, I would love, like if I'm eating wings, I'm enjoying the every aspect of it. I'm not sitting there going like, eh, like I'm just eating for sustenance. Like that's not, yeah. we're in a society yeah, that doesn't some, do some people, some people eat to live, whereas you live to eat. So true. So Hank, where are you watching the Super Bowl? Final final answer. So it's gonna it's not gonna be it's gonna be a difficult answer as always, but it's gonna be with some family friends that I usually see the Super Bowl with, but my brother's coming home from Texas. So um I'm definitely we we might wanna like dip at halftime and do our own thing because I don't get to see him that often. That's pretty cool. So yeah, and again. You? Well, let's let's Mike Davis. We'll give Mike Davis a plug. Uh, Mike Davis on CBS nineteen, the Morning Loop. Uh, you know, Mike obviously has been has helped with the show uh, in the past. Still, always, you know, we have the the matchup zone family. It's it's uh, you know Hank. It's Mike Davis. It's Mike Gold. It's myself, uh, Adam, and Zach. Like we have a good you know little bit of family here that we, we, we and we'll have a reunion show eventually but it's it's you know like we like to help out so in the morning loop mike davis is now and it's funny because you, like there's a guy greg frank who's like doing all temple stuff matt bender who helped out with the show is doing like you know a lot of stuff in the media and stuff obviously mike is like hosting the morning loop and uh where's he at and is he in dallas yeah so he's in Tyler, Texas. It's like an hour or something outside of Dallas, but he has his own uh, morning show for the like local CBS 19 uh, station, which is pretty cool to be that young and have uh, That's awesome. your own show. That is really cool. I, I mean, yeah. it's, I feel like we're, you know, it's a, it's a good, it's a good situation. I feel like we, we got a good thing going here. So, yeah. yeah so I'm just, I'm right now. Right now, I'm trying to think of where I'm watching it. I know I've uh, the the guys that I went to high school with who would probably be my first go are talking about going to a bar. So I said I'm out from that. So right, my brother's watching it at his house. My dad's watching it at his house. So I'm like, okay, well, like I'm just not, you know, they live in Pennsylvania. I was like, okay, if it's just me, my it's like you want to kind of go with a group of people. So like my yeah. next line is like the guys who. If like my friends from front that I grew up with decide to stay at someone's house, I'm in to there. But if they go out, I'm going to have to be out. And like a bunch of guys that I became friends with, uh, you know, as I got older, like neighborhood friends, uh, I think it's going to be them. I think it's going to be them because, you know, my daughter's friends with their kids. It's like a, a whole thing. It's like everything. Oh, that suddenly makes sense. Comes. Yeah, that would be a good experience. Yeah. And they're all huge Eagles fans. So I feel like one, you know, one, both, both two of the guys, three guys that I'm like good, real close with went to the NFC championship. So they're, they're like real deal 
Eagles fan. So I think it will be fun watching them. So I think that's going to be my final answer on where I'm watching the Super Bowl. But, you know, you guys, everyone out there has to make a good decision. You know, this is it, guys. You have no idea. And I think that's like the biggest thing. 2005, everyone's like, oh, great. Well, guess what? We'll be here next year and the year after that and the year after that. And didn't happen. I mean, this shit happens. It's so hard to reach yeah. the goal of success in sports. I'm saying to all of you out there, you need to make sure that you take advantage of this and have a great time. Enjoy it. And uh, what Hank and I are going to try to do is we're going to try to get the show going once a week. So we'll probably have another show before the Super Bowl because it's right now it's Saturday. Hopefully we'll get another one in this week prior to the Super Bowl. And uh, we're trying to get a show out every single week because we want to really uh, get this thing going. I think we got a good niche of man stuff, sports, everything. And that's what we're going for. Hank? Yeah. Real quick, before we uh, wrap this up, do you think the Eagles have a chance? Or what do I you do. think the outcome's going to be? I do. I think they do have a chance. Uh, I, I really funny think so, too. I saw a funny thing that said, like, Jay Cutler and the Miami Dolphins beat the Patriots this year. They're not unbeatable. <laughs> They're not the same Patriots. Tom Brady's, like, 40-something years old. Like, not for nothing. He's great, and he's a legend, and he's everything, and this and that. The Eagles, and we, and it, it sucks that it always comes down to quarterbacks. If it was Carson Wentz, I'd be like, we're going to roll. Like, I'd be like the person who's just, like, sitting there screaming yeah. F you to every single person who tells me the Patriots are going to win. Tom Brady, he's not he's he's older and he's still gonna do I mean, his thing. He's, he's still having a he's having a great year and he was an MVP yeah. contender, but I don't think like for example when Peyton Manning won a few years ago, he he was not nearly as good as obviously as he was. He was like on his way out and basically they won based off their defense and I think we could kind of Nick Foles can play well too, but I mean we have such a great defense. I think if we play great defense, it could be kind of the same sort of thing as when the Broncos won. I mean, they kind of just relied on their defense. So, I mean, yeah. I, think, it's true. I think we're – We have a great team, and I'm, I'm excited. And I was nervous going to the Minnesota game, and I said everything after the Atlanta game was gravy. I said, you know what? Like, without Carson, they make it to the NFC right. Championship. This is gravy. Now they're in the Super Bowl. I'm like, holy shit! Like this is even more right. gravy. And it's all great. And I'm so happy they're there. And I'm so happy that I get to go and root for the Eagles there. And if they win, I mean, Philadelphia is going to be crazy. And it's, it's going to be unbelievable. I think that's when our next show before we, the Super Bowl happens. I think we're going to talk about how you live your life as an adult knowing that you have to go to work on Monday or what you do if you aren't going to work on Monday to kind of prepare, because that's what Eagles fans need to know. And I think Hank and I will come up with a game plan this week and we'll have another show next before the Super Bowl to kind of talk about that. Sounds like a good plan. Sounds like a plan. Listen, uh, again, we are, uh, we're, we're, we're starting off. We're, uh, you know, new show, new format, very exciting stuff. And we're very excited that you guys were all going to join us this week and, uh, talk a little sports. Hank, any final thoughts? No, I think we covered everything. Go Eagles. Go Eagles. Go. It's crazy. It still doesn't seem, it still doesn't seem real to me that they're in it. 
Like that doesn't seem. It's, I know. It's still, and you're right. Like the Sixers are having success, and I don't know. Like what's going to happen if like the Sixers and Eagles are like just winning every single year? Like I don't want ever want to get become like a Patriots fan where all I'm thinking is like, okay. Like we're gonna we're gonna win next week. We're gonna win this one. We're gonna win this one. Well, I, I never want to be that person who's like, oh well, we're we're obviously gonna win every single year. I don't know. It seems, seems pretty good to me. I mean, Boston fans had a pretty had a pretty good uh, past fifteen or so years with the Celtics and the Red Sox. And I mean, it doesn't seem so bad to be a Boston fan. How crazy is that, right? And like, think about like. Uh, I don't know. Think about two being like a what what's like being a a Yankees fan. That's what I compare it to. Like Yankees fans, <laughs> like they expect to win every single year. So like for them, like they're they're gonna win every single year, and that has. To, I yeah, feel like that would be annoying for me. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, maybe. I mean, it's like for example, like I'm like we're just so proud that they're in the Super Bowl. Like I'm I I'm pretty sure even if they lose, I'm wearing my Eagles stuff the next day just because. Oh, I'm, yeah. Um, you know what I'm saying? So, and we're I mean, going to tell you how to get through work or do what you need to do or make an excuse, whatever, for next week. Hank, it's been a pleasure. We'll see you guys next week. Until then. I got a million ways to get it. Choose one. Double your money and make it stack. I'm to the next one. 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 I'm to the next one.